Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello. I'm going to put my glasses on. Oh, fancy. Very fancy. How do you determine when you wear your glasses and when you don't? (laughs) It's a very scientific method. My (laughs) eyes begin to hurt, and that tells me (laughs) I need to wear my glasses. Body intelligence. There you go. Yeah. Oh, good call. I like the way you you twisted that. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I I actually am in this weird phase of my life where I've expressed this to you before, I think, where I've like – okay, several years ago when I was still in high school – like I, it was like, hey, you can't really see the board as well as you should. Like I would sit mm-hmm. in the back of the classroom, so I couldn't really see the board. So I would get these glasses, and um, they helped definitely. But like, I didn't need to wear them all the time at all. I could see most of the time, just like the board. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, as time has gone on, like I've never wear the glasses, but every once in a while for fun, I'll put them on, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> like I can see so much better. with these glasses on and I can tell it's not even at the right prescription it's not even like halfway there so I've come to this realization where I'm like I don't think I'm seeing like half of my I'm definitely not seeing as I should be seeing you're not seeing 2020 vision definitely oh you like what I did did there oh okay go ahead (laughs) but I'm definitely, but I don't, like, as I look around, I don't consciously think that, like, oh, I'm missing out on seeing things, you know? It's only after I, like, every once in a while put the, so the question is, do I start the process of depending on contacts or glasses, or do I just continue to live my life this way? That's, (laughs) I think that you should Just in blissful ignorance. I think that you should start the process, personally. But I feel like if you start to rely on that, then your eyes get terrible. That's, that's not true. That can't be true. There's no way that's true. It's like you're you're helping your eyes, you're helping your eyes see better. It's like making their their little muscles work. Mm, okay. I don't know if you're actually making that. I know there are eyes that there are eyes in your muscles. I know there are muscles in your eyes. Yeah. I don't straining. think you're yeah, they're straining when you don't have glasses. I don't know if it's actually like strengthening them when you wear glasses. I don't think it is. But I like to imagine my little eye muscles like bulking up. Yeah, when I put my glasses on it makes me happy. Um, but no, I think that when I first wore glasses, I was literally like, "Holy shit, is this what the world looks like?" Yes, it's so clear. <laughs> yeah. And then I remember like looking at my car window and being like, "It's so dirty! Yeah. Oh my god!" <laughs> and my girlfriend was like, "I've always wondered why you never cleaned that." And I'm like, "We, yeah, maybe it's crazy." Maybe that's why my uh, husband's always like, um, it's so weird to say, by the way, my husband's always like, look, pointing things out on the kitchen counter. Like, you didn't see that? You don't, you don't notice any of that? I'm like, no. And I just chalk it up to like, no, I just live in my blissfully ignorant world about like what's on the counter type of thing. 
he's like, how don't you see these spots and stuff? And now I'm realizing, wait, this might be an actual vision problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's very possible. Yeah, no, because when I put my glasses on, I'm like, this place is disgusting. (laughs) I need to clean everything. And then I take them off and it's not as as dominant. I can still see it, but it's not as dominant. Wow. Um, Do you get headaches? No. That's good. I get I started to get really bad headaches from eye strain. So that's why I decided to get glasses. Yeah, I don't think like I'm straining is the thing. I don't think like I'm not struggling to like If you're not seeing with good vision, that is your eyes straining. <sighs> that is a black and white thing. That it, there isn't and like a an option for your eyes not to strain. Like they're trying to work harder. Alright, well, how am I supposed to go to the optometrist these days? I don't know. I can't go to the dentist, so I don't know what There's to There's got to be an app. There's got to be an app for it. I'm sure there is. Yeah. For the uh, optometrist? Yeah. You know, they told me I needed bifocals. I told them to fuck off. What's wrong with I that? I said, which bifocals are for, for old people? I, I said, oh. which one is more worse? Which one is worse? And they gave me these. And I said, cool. That's what we're going to I like with. your glasses. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Let's let's get into the for every Yeah. <laughs> If any of you are um, optometrists, that was very fun for you. And if not, that was really boring, I'm sure. Um, (laughs) But it does segue into our topic, which is, as you said earlier, Ambie. Ooh. Seeing the Great Awakening of 2020, which is all about clear vision. Clear vision. Yeah, I love the way you said that. (laughs) 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 But... When I think about the Great Awakening of 20, you brought this topic up because you said someone was recently asking you, like, what is that? What does that mean, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I, when I think about the Great Awakening of 2020, I really do think it has to do with vision because it's not even just about, like, seeing our path forward or seeing all the things that need to go right or, like, how to do things or it's literally about, and I think we're really in this right now, seeing all these kind of scary things that have always been around, but they've just kind of been normalized in our society. We've always like just the kind way of, you're normalizing your bad vision. Yes, exactly. You like how I tied that in there? Yeah, no. you're doing I'll really well with that this time. <laughs> you're all done. But yeah, kind of normalize. That's true. Like normalizing broken systems, normalizing things that are it's like, oh, well, whatever. And just moving on with our lives when in even just our daily lives, right? Like normalizing, oh, I never get to see my kids. Oh, I barely get to have a time for myself. Oh, I don't make enough money. Oh, I don't like my job, but whatever, you know? But it's okay. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going, keep trucking. Yeah. And 2020 is like, no. No more. None of it. You will no longer just keep trucking along and surviving, essentially. It's it's more of thriving now instead of surviving. And mm-hmm. so that means that, you know, basic things like treating each other with dignity, who knew? Um, things like that need to be addressed. Um, that goes for children as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's about, it's really interesting that our podcast in there, it's normalizing the abnormal Mm -hmm. because what society has done is just that. Mm, They've normalized the abnormal. Yeah. We live in a slave society and that is very normal. Mm -hmm. And it shouldn't be 
we should have the option to do what we want to do. We should have the options to um, not be so focused on money and um, level of success, depending upon how much money you have in your account. Um, but it, it takes a lot to get out of that mindset because it is so normal and it is seen as a status symbol and a way of success, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you just made me think about how it's it, the great awakening. It's not even just about the outer um, experience we're having, right? Which we were just describing of kind of your daily life and how people interact with each other and all that. It's also about awakening to what's going on inside of you, which a yeah. lot of you all of you who are listening to this right now have to be going through. I mean, like, (laughs) yeah, we are all going through it where, you know, I was about to tell Andy before we started recording, what I'm noticing is that um, right now, like, I'm very uncomfortable with not having, part of me is very tired. I don't want to have a full schedule, right? We just, I just had my wedding. I'm about to leave again for my mini moon or whatever. And, and I'm, and I'm also just energetically tired. Um, So I don't want to have to do a lot of things right now this week. However, I also am noticing that part of me feels very vulnerable when my schedule isn't packed. Like I feel very vulnerable and kind of like, whoa, 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 wait, like shouldn't I be using my energy to do this? And shouldn't I be, yeah. and, and am I wasting my life? And am I am I not utilizing my time correctly? And uh, what am I worth? And, and all this stuff's coming up all of a sudden. And so this is the great awakening to what is within us as well. Because, you know, for so many years, we've just walked around with like, well, this is just how I operate. And this is just how it is. And I just, randomly have Mm -hmm. these outbursts and panic attacks and feelings at times. So we're becoming aware of, oh, what is this about? You know, wait, Mm -hmm. wait a minute. Maybe maybe I don't have to deal with this every day if I could just kind of sit down with this emotion. And I do want to say one other thing is that, you know, um, we referenced this in a recent podcast about I think when we were talking about dreams, what is the dream, right? Is our, our is our dream world the dream or is this reality really a dream, right? Like have we been living in a sort of dream? Mm-hmm. And this goes into the great awakening. It's like we're awakening from the dream. We're awakening from the dream state. We're becoming lucid in this reality mm-hmm. instead yeah. of being like kind of these robots just on the programs, operating on the programs. We're like, Just the way that people in their dream state, they try to go in there and hack the system and try to wake up in their dream state so they can do whatever they want. They can fly around. They can make magic happen in their dreams, right? They can play the game in their dream. We're doing that right now. We're waking up and going, wait a minute. I don't want to be on the program. I want to fly. I want to create my dream world. I want to create my dream job, right? Oh, I froze. Somebody froze. Oh, well. It said my internet connection was not stable. Oh, okay. All I was saying was we want to wake up in this world and so that we can live our dreams. Like like we can do the same thing we do in our dreams where we want to fly. We're doing that right now. We're waking up to the program and we're saying, no, I don't want to wake up and slave away every day. I want to fly here, you know? Yeah. I want to thrive. I like that word right now. I don't know why. I just like it. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, we can. Good. Excellent. Good. I just yelled at everybody downstairs. Um, Hold on. There's lots of comments coming in. Exciting. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Let's see. 2020 vision. 
Uh, Alyssa says, I'm exhausted and feel like my head's not attached the past few days. I feel like I need to do some serious grounding. I too have a light schedule this week. It feels weird. Tammy says, we have to remember that our worth is inherent and not tied to our actions. Indeed. Emma says, we are where we are. We will probably be needed to energize at another point. Rest when you can now. Absolutely. And that's the whole point of me bringing that up is that it's like, isn't it okay to just watch TV if you want or just do some art or mess around or is is that Mm -hmm. not okay if you feel tired is it not okay I mean I know I can speak for myself that there are times when I feel tired my whole body feels exhausted but I feel like I I, it's like not wanting to give in to a nap when you're little it's like no I want to do things (laughs) because why because you're afraid you're gonna miss out on something yes and truly they probably will yes That's truly when the fun happens. Sorry, yeah. guys. Sorry, kids. Especially with me. <laughs> Whenever I go to bed, that's when the fun happens. I'm so bummed. We about wait it. for you to sleep. We're like, Alexa's yeah, yeah. asleep. Let's go. Where's Literally. the magician? Literally. No. Anyway, so not the point. I digress. But but um, we've been conditioned to believe whether it's like your parents, and it's not like a bad conditioning, and it's not someone that's like malicious. It's just this thought that if you're not doing something, you're not productive and therefore you're being lazy or some kind of negative connotation with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Which, it's nice to relax. I don't have a busy schedule next week and I'm kind of freaking out about it too. Well, it makes me, I just heard uh, Abraham Hicks, like a quote from Abraham Hicks. I haven't listened to Abraham in a really long time, but it makes me think of, they were just like at one time, they're like, where are you going? Like, where are you going? Where are you trying to go? Like, even if you have stuff going on, it's like, where do you exactly think you're going? I mean, celebrities will even tell you. They get to the top, right? They get to the – they are the biggest star in the world. And it's like, where – what now? Now what? Yep. Now what? So, so, So the whole point is, I think, again, going back to this awakening, we're awakening to the illusion, right? that we have to get somewhere or that we're late for something mm. or that um, we are not uh, doing Measuring enough. Up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we associate with, um, we associate with getting somewhere with success. Like I'm getting success, which will equate to my happiness. And I feel like enough people that have been successful have come out and said, you know what? Actually, that's not the case. Actually, getting a million dollars doesn't really make you happy. It's, mm-hmm. you know, other things in life. But if you're anything like me, you're kind of like, okay, okay, sure, <laughs> right, sure. Right, right. Let me find out for myself. Yeah, totally. Well, you know what I realized this weekend at the wedding? Mm-hmm. was like, you know what? Like the thing that genuinely means the most to me is like spending time with my friends and my family and just being with people. And Unfortunately, that's a little hard to do right now, like in person. Um, it's a little, it's harder than normal. Um, but it's really made me realize, like, you know, all the things that I valued over people in the past, like, do I love my work? Yeah. Do I love doing this stuff? Totally. But like, I, my, what I realized is the value for me, the thing that makes me feel like a million bucks is when I'm just like hanging out with my friends, just laughing, just listening mm-hmm. to music. That's it. You know? Yeah. And so uh, Tammy said, uh, 
Tammy said, no one is getting out alive, so we need to chill the fuck out. <laughs> so true. That's true. I don't want to get out of this alive. Could you imagine, like, being alive for hundreds of years? Like, have you heard of these stories where people live, like, hundreds of, like, no Thousands way. Thousands of years, yeah. Thousands of years. No way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. That's d- not... Well, but even if you got out of it and you were alive, what what would that mean? Where would you go? Where were you gonna? Where are you gonna go? What are you gonna do? Well, that's the thing. Even 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 thinking spiritually, you know, like where you're headed, dude. You're in eternity. Like where are you trying to go? It's like even after this lifetime, you'll go on to maybe you'll just be in the astral realm where there is no time for a while, and then after that. You know what the thing that used to freak me out even more than dying when I was younger? Mm. I remember I would stay up and cry over this. I said this on the podcast before. The idea of infinity. Because I didn't believe in infinity in the way that I do now. I I believed in infinity. I was told that, well, when you die, you know, you die. And then infinity goes on, like time goes on, but like mm. you don't go on with it. And I would cry and cry and cry because it just felt yeah. like so much time because it's infinity. It never ends, right? But now, oh, it even, wow, that even kind of freaked me out to just bring back up again. I felt that like deep tightness in my belly. of like, <gasps> it never ends. Um, but uh, Tammy, yes, I have seen The Good Place. It's like my favorite show ever. Um, Alyssa says I can relate to that so much, Alexa. Um, but but then there's this other perspective of infinity, which is like, yo, it, it's it's forever. Like it's forever. You have forever. You have infinity. So what's the rush? And isn't like a beautiful life? If if I were to tell you right now, imagine a beautiful life for yourself. What would it be? It definitely would not all be work, 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 or like yeah. racing to get things done. I feel like when I when you say imagine a beautiful life for yourself. I imagine hammocks, sunshine, a lot of like uh, relaxing. I told you, Ambie, like I love reading a good book, like in warm weather. Like I imagine a lot of that type of time. But for some reason, we only, and the reason is because of programming, we only allow ourselves to do that in designated, like this is my vacation time. This one week of the year is my vacation, which is sad. It's kind of crazy when you think about it like that. Yeah. Totally. This one week of the year is my vacation time. That's insane. Totally. You know what freaks me the hell out? What? <laughs> is, and I like, I don't even like to talk about it, but the idea that I'm going to wake up and this is all not real and I'm really like somewhere completely disconnected. This is my higher self and I'm like somewhere else. Like, I don't know, like a drug addict or like not anything oh, bad about drug addicts, but a like. Dream? Yeah, that this is a dream and that this is like, like a possibility of what could be and I kind of have to like start all over again. That's what freaks me out. Do you know what's weird? Do you know what I was thinking about about you the other day? This randomly what? popped into my head and I can't remember if you and I have discussed this yet or not. We might have. But when we were at the Mystic Manor and we both did past life regressions and mine was this whole – did we talk about it on this on the podcast about Mm-mm. what are – do you care about talking about yours? Mm-mm, no. So mine was like this crazy, st- I was a man, I lived somewhere that kind of looked like Egypt, but it was way after Egypt, I don't know. Basically, I was like royalty kind of, and the whole theme of that lifetime was like s- jealousy, selfishness, 
um, isolation, not trusting people, um, depression, stuff like that. And um, anyway, so I had this whole kind of like thing with that. Then Ambie comes back from hers and she's like, dude, I was just like a normal person. (laughs) And you were pissed. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I was like this woman who was like in her 50s or something. And she just like worked at a Verizon store or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about that and I was like, just recently it popped in my head of like, oh, that makes sense because that's your worst nightmare, to be normal. Mm, yeah. To just be an average, just to... <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. To just blend in yeah. to the background. Yeah. But because that's not what your soul is. Your soul is not that. Like, you know what's interesting? Like my husband and I were talking about this a couple weeks ago. And I was like, do you think that on like a different timeline, I am like the worst version of myself, right? Mm. And you're like the worst version of yourself. And maybe like they met up mm. and they're just like in some crack house together, mm. like just completely disconnected. And he was laughing. And like anybody that knows me knows that um, drug addiction runs very strongly in my family. So I don't say that to like make fun of people. I say that as like, it is a very big possibility that could have happened to me. Yeah. Um, statistically, oh my God, what was that? Bug? Gross. I think it was food. It doesn't matter. I digress. So. <laughs> was it moving? <laughs> no. I'm eating these like little vegan corn dogs and I think what a burnt piece like fell on my leg and I thought it was a bug. Okay. I digress. We're not recording podcasts or anything. I know. Okay. Okay. So anyway, my point is that sometimes it's interesting to think like where your life could go in these different directions. Like if, I don't know, I genuinely feel like I have memories of a different lifetime when I was completely disconnected, when I was a drug addict, because I remember being this seems like a really traumatic experience, but I promise you it's not, guys. I remember being uh, six years old and finding my sister's uh, pills that she would take. Mm. And I literally have recollection of going, oh, you're not going to do that again in this life. Not in this life. In this life, we have an agreement that you're not going to go down that road. Yeah. And it's really interesting, like from such a small age, I remember like, nope. That's not going to happen to you again. Um, But I see where like the path could have turned here or it could have turned here. It's just really interesting. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think I think we talked about before you 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 felt like you in a past life you were a groupie of like famous groupie. Yeah. And do you remember what happened? Yeah, died or got killed. Yeah, she got stabbed in the stomach. And you have stomach problems. I know. I know. Do you want me to tell the story? Sure. Okay. I, can I just say I love how our podcast, we pick a topic, and it's like we'll talk about the topic for like a second, and then we're just – it's just free for all. You just have to know <laughs> that about this podcast. <laughs> I think that's why people like it. Yeah. So, okay. So, I've again, since I was a small child, I've had this image of me um, – being a drug addict. And I remember there was something to do with like bands. I remember that. So I'm starting to do readings for people. And all of the sudden, I think I was giving Alexa reading both times, but all of the sudden, um, 
<clears throat> Excuse me. The guy from what was he in the Ramones? Yes. Yeah, the guy from the Ramones shows up. He's passed. And I'm like, what's going on? How can I help you? Because it's not at all who we wanted to talk to. And he kept apologizing to me. He kept saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what the fuck? What are you sorry about? But he kept saying, I'm sorry. He wouldn't say anything else to me and he wouldn't leave. So I had to do a few things to get him to leave. So this happened twice. And this image of me being a drug addict kept coming up. So finally, I did some research on the Ramones, which led me to uh, this other band that had this, uh, he was a singer, I believe. And his name is, do you remember his name? It was like something vile. Like it was like a, it was like a Sid, Sid? Sid Sid Vicious. Sid Sid Vicious. Yes, Sid Vicious. Okay. So Sid Vicious had a girlfriend. She was like the original like Band-Aid, but she um, was more associated with um, Sid Vicious than anybody other, any other band or any other band member. But she did sleep around with other band members, okay, and other people. So I do some research. When I find her, I am, like, embarrassed, okay? I don't remember her name, but I remember feeling like, oh, my God. Like, like when you get drunk and you do something you stupid and someone has – yeah, yeah, and you're like, oh, God. So that's how I felt. She got stabbed in the stomach by Sid Vicious, and that's how she passed away. A year later – he killed himself in prison because he couldn't live with what he did. Wait, but why were the Ramones apologizing to you? Oh, I'm sorry. Because he stabbed her with the knife that the lead singer of the Ramones gave him as a gift. Oh. And they really liked her. Oh, I never knew that. Yes. Wow. And he was the one that um, apologized to me. That is crazy. How fucking crazy is that? Yeah, that's wild. But she was really strung out, that girl. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a video of her. They're not even putting coherent words together. Yeah. In the video. He's passed out. Sid Vicious is passed out. She's, like, slapping his face. Like, it was a very abusive relationship. (laughs) So, so, yeah. So, yeah. How about that great awakening? (laughs) So, anyway. So, it takes us back to tie it all together. It takes us back to learn from the past, learn from what is going on, what was considered cool or okay. Like, it's not cool to be dehydrated anymore. It's not cool. During the wedding, I I had this download. I was like, yo, I'm pretty sure sure someone or they, and you know who I'm talking about when I say they, like made it cool for people to be dehydrated. Like, it's like cool. It's like cool for me to be dehydrated. It's cool for me to be like overworked. It's cool for me to have no sleep. It's cool. All these things are cool. Think about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Like, trust me, when I was in my 20s, that was freaking cool. And now it's like, wait, what? Like, hold on. Who made it cool to feel all these terrible ways and also brag about it? To, yeah, to be really uncomfortable and then brag about it. That's not, it's not okay. It's, it's a way of saying I'm not worth comfort, mm-hmm. you know? And I think the great awakening is about saying, no, I'm worth X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's what the big awakening part is. And awakening too to like who and what we really are, you know, which is mm-hmm. not just 
it really triggers me sometimes when I hear humans say like, oh, humans are pieces of shit, like human, like they talk about humans like that. It really triggers me because I'm like, I think because of all this work we've been doing over the past few years to know like genuinely what we are and to hear humans kind of think, oh, we're just all fuck ups. We're all just, you know, vi- we're mm-hmm. all like on in one hand, are humans killing Gaia? Yeah. Like, are we kind of parasites on one level? Like, are we contributing to the to the destruction of the Earth? In a lot of ways, totally. Yeah, we are. We're messing up in some ways, right? But who are we really, like, at our core? Like, what it, what are we made of? We're made of source. Like, we're made of love. We're made of all that is. And so, you know, I, I think that is part of the Great Awakening, too, to realize even the the evil ones, like, and this is hard, right? And I, I said evil with quotes if you can't see me, but even the ones, you guys know what we're talking about, right? Like the elite, right? Like who, again, they. Whoever you consider the evil ones. Yeah, the evil ones. Even those people, like, I've been trying to think about this a lot lately and be like, hey, even they, made from the same stuff, like, may, they might have very different soul contracts. They might have very different trajectories. They might have a very different role to play. But even they are part of it all, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that is a huge part of the awakening is realizing that at the core and at the root, everything comes from love. And um, and that we are, like – in the process of ascending. Like we're not, we're, we're all, we're not, I think a lot of people think like, oh man, we're going, everything's going to hell in a handbasket, right? Like things are getting worse and it's the awakening to know things are getting better. Mm-hmm. Things like are it's, for me, I feel like it's an, an awakening in the aspect of you have to have a death to have a rebirth. Mm-hmm. And so we're watching the death process happen um, of old thought patterns, old belief systems, different things that were acceptable and okay, that shouldn't have been acceptable and okay. And um, now we're waking up and we're being reborn to something that is, that could have, that has the potential to be beautiful, something that Mm -hmm. has the potential to really be different than what we've ever done before. And that's scary because the unknown is always scary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you have some people that are holding on like hell to the old way because they don't know what the new way could look like, or maybe their image of it is the worst case scenario to them. Um, but I also feel like the great awakening is about really letting go of fear and really moving into your highest excitement and joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma says, gotta trudge through the shit to realize you don't want to be there anymore. That It's the contrast. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes you really do. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you have to get to your lowest moment, you know? And I, I can vouch for this for sure. It's like, oh my God, I wouldn't be here without my lowest moment. And it was low for me. Like, I look back on that and I'm like, whoa, how was I ever even there? But now it's like I'm witnessing some people in my life go through that. Mm-hmm. And it's challenging. It's challenging because I think it, it's 
it's triggering for me because I'm like, whoa, I don't want to go back there in any way. However, at the same time, I keep being reminded like, yeah, but would you be here without there? Like, can you let them have their experience of getting to the bottom, you know, or their bottom or whatever it is, getting to this very low place in order to have their rebirth or their resurgence or their un- their learning or their understanding or just their own path, you know what I mean? Um mm-hmm. But I, I, I do think that um, what's really cool to think about, too, with The Great Awakening is that uh, I've been kind of catching up just this week with some people like Elizabeth April and, and people like that and hearing messages of like, yo, you guys, like we've – it's been done. Like it, it's – when I say that, what I mean is like energetically, this transition has happened. This <laughs> – rebirth, this awakening, this new earth, this thing, this ascension process, it's been done within. But now we have to go through the experience of getting there on the outside, right? Mm -hmm. Of seeing the transition take place on the outside. And the way that that's going to manifest in the physical can be many different ways, right? There's a lot of different things that could take place. So, um, But that always really comforts me to know that like, you know what, enough of us are awakened now that we've Mm -hmm. basically pushed it over the edge. The momentum is such that it can't be stopped. So it's not a question of like, are we awakening? Is this happening? Is, are we ushering in the new, no, it's happening for sure. The question is always going to be about how, which reality are you going to align with in order to experience it happening? Mm, Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ricky says, hi, Ricky. Hi, Ricky. What's up, dude? Uh, dude. Ricky's in our Ricky's in our um, uh, our Patreons, and he's in our Conversations with Arc9, and he's an amazing writer. You guys, he channels these stories that are, like, about our planet and, like, Atlantis and, like, really cool stuff. Ricky, you're going to have to share it with the group. Just, just saying these people would love it. Okay, he said, a good question that just popped up is, how can we love the unlovable and how can we forgive the unforgivable? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's like a good good question, question. almost like a mantra to keep at. But it's not even a question to to answer, I feel like. It's a question to just ask yourself kind of like a mantra, like how can I love the unlovable and how can I forgive the unforgivable? I also feel like it's it's – going back into your reality, right? So mm. in my reality, I don't have anyone that's unlovable. Mm. I don't have well, anyone What about that's Donald unforgivable. Trump? Well, that but he's not he's not in my reality is what I'm he's saying. Not. Here's my here's my thought process on this, okay? Is he president? Yes, I'm very aware of that. Could I engulf myself with information about him? Yes. Have I been down that road? Yes. But does that make me happy? No, no. So am I gonna am I gonna do what I can to help out? Yeah, I am. But I have noticed that I watched a TV show the other day that was it was literally um, just some bullshit TV show about like real estate agents selling sunset. There we go. Thank yeah. you. It, it's not like a terrible TV show, right? The women in there are really catty. And you know what happened to me that night when I slept? Sleep paralysis. Fucking Mm. psychic attack. And so what that tells me is that I need to be real mindful of what I'm putting in my environment. And that starts with seeing, hearing, and feeling. 
What am I putting in my environment? So if it is your highest excitement to go protest, um, then do that. If it's in your highest excitement to, to watch information like that, then do that. But it's not in my highest excitement. And six months ago it was, but the person that I am now, it's not anymore. Totally. I'm, I agree with you and I know that. I'm just saying like, yes, Donald, me too. I have never, I have not listened to a word that man has said literally since he took office. Like I, I have not seen a clip. So, but he's still in my reality and I still hear from other people something that he is doing and I still have an emotional response to him. So what I'm saying is I feel like that's, I'm having PTSD right now. There's a big storm Ooh. outside my window. Is that your stomach, Alexa? No, I'm just No, joking. it's the storm. I'm joking. I'm hearing like car alarms go off and stuff. It's scary. Um, but what I'm saying is I, I feel like that question that Ricky a- asked, like how can I love the unlovable? How can I forgive the unforgivable? I don't think you have to love Donald Trump. I don't. Like how do you – I don't think you have to forgive a pedophile. Like well, if you are raped by your father for years and years and years, you don't need to forgive that. No, but that I don't I'm not thinking of it literally like that. I'm thinking of it in the way that we were talking about is it's a, all a part of all of it. We're all a part of all of it. We're all at, mm-hmm. we're all at the core. Everything is happening for love in the end, even if all of that stuff really is happening, which like I do believe it is. Um it's happening because, again, we're talking about this light and dark balance, right? And so when we're mm-hmm. here in the 3D, it's very, very challenging. I get triggered too. It's very challenging. Yeah. Like when you bring up, it's like right now I'm being a little bit triggered with like, ooh, like Joe Biden. And like everyone's all f- excited about him again because now he just like Kamala Harris, which I, I don't even need to get into politics. I'm not even. But it, it, there's there's a part of me, and I definitely think this is a past life thing. I get so angry at like the naivete of people. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, the naivete. Now, that being said, I am coming to the awareness that I don't know everything. Part of me thinks I do, but I don't know everything. I I genuinely don't know the full truth of what's happening. I just have my perspective. And I've always been this way since childhood of like, oh, you guys think you know what's going on, but you don't really know what's going on and it's going to lead you into a trap and that makes me mad, you know? Now, I'm working on what we were just talking about with Ricky, which is like, how can I come to a place of Mm -hmm. love and acceptance about this? Well, I can zoom out to the level of this is all part of it. It's all a part of the whole mix and the whole story. And at the root, even Hitler came from light, like there could be nothing without light and love, like even though he did horrible things, right? Mm -hmm. So it's just, I think the question is just asking like, how can you zoom out a little bit at all times and kind of see the grander perspective of what's happening? And again, I think that's what the great awakening is from my perspective. Yeah, Ricky just said love and acceptance. But I also feel like it's not, I I personally feel like having a viewpoint of, it's all for the higher good all the time is unrealistic. And I feel like that's a sense of like avoidance because we as human beings are going to deal with contrast. As human beings, we're going to deal with this pisses me off right now. This makes me really sad. I'm feeling whatever air quote negative emotion is coming up. But I feel like avoiding those negative emotions 
is is not healthy personally that's how i feel and i think we can get in that trap very easily in the spiritual world but it doesn't mean you live there it means you work through it you know what i mean you you try to comfort yourself and go to a higher uh a higher vibration when you feel comfortable enough to do so but do i feel like all of these things are happening um so that something beautiful can be created. Yeah, I really hope. I really hope so. I hope that we start to treat each other like human beings. I don't know, just an idea. I hope that we um, don't look at children as, um, I hope we don't look at children as equals because they're not equal. They are human beings that we are supposed to protect. Can we learn a lot from them? Absolutely, that's not what I'm saying. But I disagree, I will go on record. This is not an inner bloom belief, this is an ambi belief. I will disagree with the fact that people identify as children and therefore it's okay to have sex with them. I do not think that is okay. Um, and so I, I, I just think that, and see, you can get worked up about it right now. I think that it's, your perspective of what you want to live in in each moment because i could very easily slip down a dark hole of pedophilia and um cults and like all kinds of shit. and psychically i felt into a lot of it and it's not fun i don't it doesn't mean that i'm trying to like pretend that it's not there because i i understand that it's there um, but it means like when the time is right, that's when you make change. And for me, the time is not right right now. Right. Right. So I think the whole point though, is like that, like, of course, like you can't just ignore everything and there's a time to act. But I think for me, what I'm referring to when I'm talking about all this is like, what do you do when you people who just continue to spiral out because they're so out of control of what the president is doing or what anyone else is doing or the pedophilia ring or whatever it is. You, mm -hmm. you can't single-handedly go dismantle it, right? Necessarily, right? So what nice. do you do in the moment? How do you, how do you center yourself so mm -hmm. that you can make change? You, you know? soothe yourself however you however feels appropriate for you at the time. But I'm saying that that question that Ricky asked that's that's a question you can ask yourself in those moments. How can I bring love to this? How can I forgive this in my own? What perspective can I have that can come to it? And I hear what you're saying is like not everything needs to be forgiven. If there's something that has been done to you, or if there's something that you're still working with that you don't feel like forgiving, you don't have to forgive it. But I also go ahead. No, just that I think there's so much that we as humans feel out of control of. And again, I just always get this. My 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 solution for myself is always this zooming out and just trying to see the broader perspective, which, again, I think is a big part of the Great Awakening, because normally we're so focused on these tiny little they're not tiny, but they in the grand scheme of things, they're tiny issues that we're so focused in that we can't see what's really happening in the bigger way. Um, you know, similar to like all these different issues that are popping up about all these different issues within our society, which are popping up, which are very important. However, there's an even much bigger story going on, which is very hard to see 
which has to do with the elites and 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 really the slave society that's been created for for the planet. You know what I mean? But here's my question, and this is just like just a, I'm playing devil's advocate. Don't you feel like like loving the unlovable and forgiving the unforgivable, right? Don't you feel like telling someone, "Well, you should forgive this person." Don't you think that's gaslighting? I just like said if you don't if you're not ready to forgive, then don't forgive. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the, and, you know, not that you're saying that, but I feel like a lot of, like, um, spiritual people and a lot of not spiritual people, but, like, motivational speakers and things like that make people feel like there's something they have to do in order to be complete, in order to feel better, in order, like, like again, it goes back to there's got to be a destination, there's got to be a point to this. And if if that's what makes you feel good, then cool. But I also do see the the part where it is gaslighting to a certain degree of saying, you've got to forgive your dad that raped you for 10 years. No, you fucking don't. I just you know said what I mean? if this. No, no, I'm someone- talking. I'm just talking about like in general, when we have like other speakers that that there are other speakers that I can think of, but I'm not going to say their name out loud. I'll say their name off air, but that make people feel like there is a destination that you have to get to. Like there's a reason this happened and you've got to find the reason. And I think that you can go insane if you keep trying to figure out why this person is a bad person instead of being angry about it and moving up the emotional process of, of letting it go. You don't have to necessarily forgive or love everyone is all I'm saying. I fully agree. Yeah. Um, it goes back to the experience that happened in my wedding with the um, the guy and the dog. Like, I'll never know what oh, yeah. the hell that was about. I'll never have any resolution on that. Like, but this doesn't. That doesn't have to do with he wronged me or anything like that. But what I'm saying is that is what I'm referring to as like, how can I find peace about that? Mm. How can I find peace about that situation which really disturbed me? Well, I can say, how can I find how can I zoom out and find the broader perspective of what's going on here? Like how can I bring love here? How can I bring forgiveness here? Now, it doesn't there are other situations in life which are much more personal and in your face and you might not be you might want to stay in anger and you might want to stay in hate and you might want to stay in that and that's your choice. Like I'm not telling you to do anything. I'm saying there are certain situations in which, and I feel like the um, current state of the world can be that way, one of those situations where you just feel so disempowered and like, why is this happening? That for Mm -hmm. me, what's comforting for me is to take that broader perspective and ask those questions like, well, and I think this is a characteristic of in weirdly in the preparation for my wedding i've had a lot of reflection back to me just through like my bridal shower and like just instances where people are like reflecting things back to me and the number one thing that i've heard about myself so i might be biased in this way is that i just i'm always looking for the silver lining like i'm always trying to because that's what i need like i need that you know what mm-hmm. i mean i can't it it when I feel like the world is a dark world and like thing, people are evil, it's like really hard for me to get out of bed, really mm. hard for me to move through the world. So I have to find a, a perspective that everything is always 
working for us. And I do understand how a lot of people spiritual bypass with that. I do get that. And I do agree with that. Um, but I, I think like you're, I think what we're saying together is that there's different approaches for different situations. And for some people, if you, you know, yeah, if you're not, it, it should all be about where you are and how you feel. And if you don't feel ready to move past something, don't move past it. Like stay there mm-hmm. with it. Julia Phoenix, we brought her into our, our our mastermind the other night to be a guest speaker. And the number one thing she said, and I keep hearing it in my head ever since, is please don't abandon your negative emotions. Like please don't push past them. Please don't silence them. Please don't get mad at them. Like listen to them, acknowledge them, hug them, hold them, be with them, stay with them. And I think that's some of those powerful advice ever, you know? Mm -hmm. But I just think it really depends where you are because there's two different places, many places you can be, but there's like two primary places you can be. You can be in that state where it's like, I feel so bad, but I can't deal with it. So I'm going to put on a happy face, Mm -hmm. which is just perpetuating the problem. Or there's a place where you're like, I feel like the world is dark and I don't know how to operate in this world. And it's like, that's the time in which I think you can take that broad perspective and say, you know what, though? At the core, it's all working out. And I can trust in that. And I can trust that I can be a part of that working out. I can be inspired to take action, you know, Mm -hmm. and act against and speak up and protest and whatever. There's a lot of comments coming in. Hold on. Um, (laughs) I bet there are. Yeah. Let's see. Tammy says, when you center yourself, you are helping to center the collective. Remember that forgiveness is a choice, but there is no wrong choices. Alesha Legere says, this is such a good combo. Tammy says, it is not our job to figure anyone out but ourselves. Emma Gould says, I feel like as a collective, we have to cycle through all these emotions to come back to a state of neutrality because at the base, all is light, all is love. If we find it hard, then someone else will find it easy. We don't have to assign ourselves the job of forgiving everyone. That's just That's just holding the world, which is fucking exhausting. And I feel that within spiritual communities, we are often given this example, but it's quite a high, high bar to hit. Yep. And that's what I'm saying is that I think a lot of time in spiritual communities, it's like love everybody, Mm -hmm. but that's not always possible. And I think that we should have, like, I think we should have empathy, Mm -hmm. right? Having empathy, understanding that Donald Trump is probably a really scared, hurt person. Mm -hmm. And that's where my empathy stops. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what you just gave me clarity on? It's like, I think being spiritual, we have this perspective. It's like, well, if I'm spiritual, then everything has to be love and light, right? Because that's what being Mm -hmm. a spiritual person is. But I think actually being a spiritual person just means being in touch with your spirit. And sometimes your spirit is angry. Like sometimes your spirit is um, downtrodden. Sometimes your spirit is, you know, like your spirit is Sometimes the energy moving through you is not all love and light. It can be anger. It can be frustration. It can be embarrassment. It can be all these different mm-hmm. experiences. So I, I feel that's like perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's just honoring who and what you are, and mm-hmm. knowing that it's okay to feel those things. If yeah. You feel them. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Cool. 
Well, anything else we want to say about the Great Awakening? <laughs> no, I think this is good. I think we should stop while we're behind. I do. Okay. <laughs> Why? Because we got into a tip? <laughs> yeah, because we got into a tip. <laughs> I think, but actually, I think that, just real quick, like, I think that it's very interesting, like, because I don't even know, like, what was pushing our buttons there. But I, I think know. it's that... But I think it's just that we have different perspective. We have different perspectives again, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like we're both spirit. It's an example. We have both spiritual. Pe- we are both spiritual people, and we like to look at things slightly differently sometimes, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like and yeah, but and then but and also, but what I want to say too is like both things could be true. That's what yeah. I feel like was lacking in like I'll take responsibility for my perception of that conversation as I was acting as if well, both of our perspectives cannot be true at the same time. When in genuinely now reflecting back on 5 minutes ago, they absolutely could be true at the exact same time and one does not have to negate the other. Because we're complex humans you know what i mean humans are complex creatures and so you can have varying points of view both be true at the same time i agree yes Mm -hmm. totes uh tammy said you can't plug a hole with love and light sometimes you need grit and alicia uh, alicia legere just says i couldn't tell that that was a tiff lol (laughs) well energetically we could i guess (laughs) <laughs> Ambie's eating lunch <laughs> it's all good it's all good maybe that's why I do. were you hangry Ambie was hangry <laughs> I was hangry too apparently um, Tammy says yes you guys are multidimensional yeah absolutely but <laughs> I still stand by what I said even if I was hangry yeah and- and that, Whoa. Doesn't that, that doesn't mean that you're wrong. What just happened? There's a leak coming through my roof. <laughs> well, we should wrap up and go. Okay. Anyway, t- wait, Ricky goes, I didn't mean to cause any discomfort. You didn't. Damn it, Ricky. No, you didn't. It caused a good conversation. <laughs> That's but- another example of the difference. She's like, no, it's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, Damn yeah. it, Ricky. <laughs> you're not allowed on Facebook anymore, Ricky. Oh, I love it. I'm totally joking. I love you, Ricky. <laughs> Awesome. Well, guys, yeah, I guess that's a sign to wrap it up. My roof is leaking. and uh, <laughs> Got to go deal with that now. Um, but thank you for all participating in this conversation. It was interesting, enlightening. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to talk about the Great Awakening of 2020, then join us in our private Facebook group, Inner Bloomers, and uh, connect with your fellow humans in there. Um, and, uh, also check out our Patreon. We do, uh, private readings, private tapping sessions, conversations with the Arc Nine, the collection of Arcturian energy, the Ambi channels, moon circles, energy updates, all kinds of fun things. So check that out. It's always linked in our show notes. Ambi, did you want to announce anything? Um, no, not today. I don't want to announce okay. today. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, we love you all so much. Till next time. Keep on blooming. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.
If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within. 